0: Welcome to the Latina Confidential Podcast. Hello everyone welcome to latina confidential podcast this is your host andrea i want to thank everyone today time every day to listen to the podcast so today is saturday january 14 already it's 7 a.m espero que estén teniendo un buen inicio de año i hope you're not putting a lot of pressure on yourself i've been having a busy couple of weeks with work and school just starting this week too i should talk more about my education at path at some point because it hasn't been the usual path and i think there's a lot i could share about it but yeah anyway if you didn't know i'm in school the classes are online, but that plus my work, plus the podcast, plus social media, plus my life in general, you know, it can get a little bit stressful to have time for everything, I also want to thank you all, I feel like I always do, but at the same time I feel like I don't thank you enough. So, sí, muchas gracias, muchas gracias, like, gracias infinitas por tomarse el tiempo de escucharme. El episodio de la semana pasada, en un día, ya lo habían escuchado la misma cantidad de personas que normalmente toma como cinco días. So, just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, I'm honestly so grateful okay now let's jump to today's episode today i'm going to talk about a topic that oh my god i honestly feel like i could do a whole series about this topic so please let me know if it's something that could interest you so today's topic is being the eldest daughter. Yes, I feel like just saying eldest daughter, I already feel like the weight and the responsibility and the pressure that comes with it. In my case, I'm the eldest daughter in my family and I'm actually the only daughter. I have two younger brothers, like two younger siblings. But yeah, it's so crazy because until a few months ago, I felt so alone and crazy, like i didn't know how many people had similar experiences as I had, and that being the eldest daughter often comes with a set of, yes, some good things, of course, but it also feels sometimes like an unbearable weight to be carrying, so it's been so refreshing, honestly, to know that this resonates with a lot of you, and that I'm not crazy, siento como que se me quito un peso de encima once I realized how many of you had similar experiences, and how things that I feel or felt or experienced as the eldest daughter was normal, and it's normal, and that I shouldn't feel bad for it. So so in my case there's a four or five year difference between me and my brother and then there's a nine year difference between me and my little brother of course i know he isn't little anymore but you know so being the eldest daughter kind of involves you in a lot of situations that you shouldn't normally be involved in since forever i heard from my mom and family in general and just random people that i was so mature like i literally remember being four and having people say things like wow Andrea is and now i think about it and it's like what the fuck <laughs> like at four you shouldn't be madura you know you should be a four year old and if you're four and you're acting so mature then that's because there's something else going on but i didn't know that when i was a kid of course actually i remember hearing this and i used to feel so proud for me it was like i don't know it was the best compliment ever you know like i wasn't like the other kids i was mature so yeah i used to feel so 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 proud but now when i think about it i just like to go back in time and give myself a big hug because that's what i needed at that moment so when my brother was born i was actually super excited the other day i was thinking about that like about my role as a big sister and i actually love being a sister you know and especially a big sister because i got to experience everything with them like i remember when they were born i remember them as babies i've seen them grow up and it's been something like very very unique and it hasn't been easy but i truly feel like i was born to be a big sister even though it Came with a lot, a lot, a lot of responsibilities and challenges. I took a role that didn't correspond to me, but the thing is that a lot of us that are the eldest daughters, that's what we do, and we do that almost by accident, or maybe just life, makes us take like this role, and some circumstances leads us to taking that much responsibility, and obviously also our parents, who obviously play the most important role here, I think we become their main source of support, and then delegate so much to us And we're just kids, like, we didn't know basically anything about life or mental health or boundaries or healthy relationships, like, we obviously don't know anything about that. So when you're five and your mom makes you feel like it's your responsibility to take care of your newborn sibling, you're not going to ask any questions because you think that's normal and that's what you should do. I remember once my brother was born, he was like, I don't know, one year old, and we went to parties. I stopped playing at parties, like, I became his personal babysitter and nanny instead of being with the rest of the kids my age. I was just taking care of him and making sure nothing bad happened to him and like making sure que no se fuera a caer de un juego, del columpio you know, just making sure that he was safe and okay and maybe yes, in my case I have this like protective and maternal like instinct that's already part of my personality but my parents also didn't stop me from doing so and family and people around me celebrated that I was doing that. So in my mind, that was the right thing to do. To be protective, to be kind of my brother's mom and leave my childhood behind. So honestly, in my case, I feel like I stopped being a child at five. Because that's when I started having so much responsibilities and I started to carry all this weight that didn't belong to me. So, you know, a few years ago, I studied like psychology for a couple of years and I also worked at a pre for some time. And that made me realize so many things and it opened my eyes completely. So I just want to invite you, let's go back to the early 2000s, so I was like 5, Andrea pequeña tenía cinco años, her dad, who she was incredibly close with, just left to another country, and no one took the time to explain to her what was happening, or where was he going exactly, or for how long, so in her mind, like in my mind, at that age, my dad basically just disappeared overnight, that's my perception, I'm not saying that it happened that way, but that's how... I felt it happen. So in just a couple of months, my life went from being like the only daughter to being a big sister to them being separated from my dad. And he was basically my life. Si él iba a la tiendita de la esquina, like I will go with him. I just wanted to be with him all the time. Una vez hasta me lastimé bien feo mi rodilla porque yo estaba haciendo tarea y mi papá, Pues eso, tal cual, él solo iba a la tienda y yo escuché y yo grité de que ya voy Pero él no me alcanzó a escuchar, total, acabé lo que estaba haciendo rapidísimo Y me fui corriendo a alcanzarlo y me caí Yo no sé por qué cuando tenía como 5 años me caía like all the time Y bien feo, o sea, me lastimaba bien feo Tal, ahí voy corriendo y me caigo a mitad de camino, mi papá me alcanzó a ver, se regresó por mí Y bueno, ya, yo con la rodilla ensangrentada y todo Pero fui a la tiendita, like, that's just an example of how close I was with him. Is si here inseparable, like, inseparable. So, okay. In a couple of months, I became a big sister. I was separated from my dad. We moved to my grandma's house, like, to my grandparents' house. Uh, like, my mom, my brother, and I. And on top of that, my mom also decided that I should change schools. And I loved my school. Like, I really, really did. So, it was a lot. I remember when I started going to this new school, I was crying all the time. Like, literally all the time. I remember sitting, like, in the classroom and just cry and cry and cry. And obviously other kids will just stare at me like, you know, what's wrong with her? But I couldn't stop and then like a lunchtime, I would just sit alone and cry and cry and cry I remember this teacher she would ask me like what's wrong and then kids will come and ask her like what's wrong with her and she used to say lo que siempre se dice ya saben de que ay es que se le metió una basurita al ojo no es gran cosa Mis compañeros han dicho como bueno pues esta niña todo el tiempo se le meten basuritas al ojo porque todo el día está llorando so the reason my mom decided to make me like change schools was because as I mentioned we moved to my grandparents' home so it was far from where we live and where I went to school and my brother was just like five months old so she had to take care of him now by herself and then take care of me and like drive me to school so she like wasn't able to drive me to this school that was so far away once we moved but she ended up having no other option because I wasn't getting or feeling better like I was always a nice kid, you know like muy obediente, nada rebelde de hecho una anécdota para que vean lo obediente que era es que cuando iba al kinder mi mamá Pues en la mañana hacía frío y me decía de que no te quites el suéter porque hace frío. Ah, bueno, pues ella llegaba a las 2 de la tarde por mí y yo seguía con el suéter puesto. Aunque estaba haciendo demasiado calor, o sea, yo era así... But now it was getting, you know, to a point where my grandpa needed me to tell me that a police officer was going to get me if I didn't accept it to go to school. Because every morning I used to run around the breakfast table and just, like, didn't want to go to school. But that was so unusual for me. As I mentioned, after I studied psychology and after I worked at this, like, pre-K, I understood a lot. Because I saw all these, like, three, four, five years old. And I saw how a smallest change in their lives and like their routine could impact their behavior. Like if their dad wasn't home for two days, if grandma was visiting them last week and just left, like all these little things impacted their behavior so much. So now imagine me having all these changes in like two months, becoming a big sister, having to take care of my brother and then my dad left. So I had more responsibilities and needed to help my mom with my brother and then we left our home. And then I think that the reason I was never able to adapt to this new school was because it was just a lot, like I tried to be okay when my dad left, I tried to be okay when we left her home, I tried to be okay when my mom asked me to help her take care of my brother and I tried to be okay when my mom's family didn't treat me that well when we moved to my grandparents home, but then when I was removed from the school I love, esa fue la gota que como que ya no era capaz de aceptar ni un solo cambio más, por eso estuve llorando por semanas hasta que mi mamá no tuvo otra opción más que regresarme a mi otra escuela, but nothing was wrong like with the new school, you know, it wasn't the school, it was just that I reached a limit i was only five and there was so much going on and i was just trying to adapt to everything but i reached a limit and at that point the school was the limit and oh my god this episode is going to be very long compared to my other episodes that are usually pretty short but there's just so much to share and talk about okay but please let me know if you would like me to talk more in depth about me and life experiences please send me a dm because you know the thing with the podcast is that i see that people listen to it but it's not like youtube that it has like a comment section or something like that so it's weird like it's a weird dynamic so please feel free to send a dm on instagram with your suggestions comments or just to say hi okay vamos a seguir con la historia okay so i have this like story or como anecdote that i want to share because i feel like it's the only day like the only time that i was like a kid like um uh, you know like just a regular kid that didn't think twice about everything and that wasn't like the most responsible so we were uh living in la at this moment and my mom you know she was like after being with my grandparents and everything we moved to la my mom she was just like so stressed because she needed to go like to this interview and like she didn't have like anyone to take care of my brother and i so she left to this um with like a nanny i don't know if it was just like a nanny or if it was como una guardería. but the, yeah so she was super super stressed to like leave us there because we just moved there so she didn't know a lot of people like we didn't know a lot of people so she wasn't like yeah it wasn't like this person was you know like she trusted her or something because she didn't knew like this person so she was super stressed to leave us there and obviously she told me like 100 times you know like to take care of my brother like cuida tu hermanito tu eres responsable de el and all these things right and as i said like i was like super obediente she didn't even have to tell me usually like take care of him because i usually just did that you know take care of him but okay <laughs> so since we arrived to the u.s i remember that i just wanted to go to Chuck E. cheese i don't know why i had this like obsession i wanted to go so bad to Chuck E. cheese that was like my dream at that moment like i just wanted to go to Chuck E. cheese i don't know if there was a lot like of marketing at that moment about Chuck E. cheese but I, I don't know for me it was like the place to go you know so i will always ask my parents like my dad and my mom like please like let's go go to E cheese but we never went to Chuck E cheese you know now i realize that it was because they like yeah we didn't have the money at that moment to go to Chuck E cheese you know like you know había prioridades más importantes que chucky e. cheese but for me you know i was just so obsessed. so this like nanny or whatever was recommended to my mom by like not even a friend but like an acquaintance you know and she lived um near like us so when like she arrived to pick up her kids because she used to also leave her kids with this person. So when she arrived, you know, esta señora pues me conocía, like, she knew know who I was. So when she arrived, she asked me if I wanted to go with them. And I was like, no, thank you. But then she mentioned that, you know, like they were going to Chuck E. Cheese. And oh my God, like, I remember it as I, like, at that moment, I forgot everything. Se me fue todo de la cabeza, lo olvidé todo. And I... You know, it's like I have mixed feelings about this story because I feel like it was like the only moment that I forgot about responsibilities and that I was just a kid. And as I said, for me, going to Chokichis was a dream. And I remember, you know, saying, but like my, like, mi hermanito está dormido, lo despertamos, okay? And she was like, no, no, like, let's go, you know, your mom, she's going to like come get him and, you know, everything's okay. Like, you don't have to worry about it. He's safe here and like your mom is going to come get him in like two hours, and yeah, i know it was like red flag but as i mentioned, you know, we knew like this person, it wasn't like a stranger, he wasn't a friend it wasn't like my best move, you know, to trust this person, i know, but it was just a proof, you know, that i think that's why i remember this moment so much, because it was the only time that i just was me dejé llevar, pues no. so i left my brother there and i went with this family and we went to Chuck E. cheese and it was like the best like i had the best time ever obviously then when my mom got there and you know let's remember it was like i don't know like maybe 2001 maybe something like that so my mom didn't have like a cell phone at the time and so she wasn't able to like communicate easily with other people or with this lady that just took me to Chuck E. cheese so she was super worried about me and then she was like kind of mad at me you know later that day and yeah okay i don't think it was the right thing to do like just take another person's child without like letting the mom know obviously that was super wrong but anyway okay so then when i got home my mom was so mad at me you know because i think she wasn't used to me being like that, normally I will be so responsible y obediente and I would just do everything for my brother, so she was like, why did you do that, you left your brother alone, like so many things could have happened during like these two hours, I realized at that moment como que but you know honestly I had the best time, and then I remember that day, my mom she also realized that, I think because like she also realized for a moment that I was just a five year old, because then uh, she told me like, let's just forget it, and I know, I don't know if she told me but I, you know, I've discussed this with her recently and she was like yeah, no, a few hours later I realized that it wasn't your responsibility to take care of him and you asked us so many times to go to Chucky Cheese so I see how you were just like, yeah, like, let's forget about everything like, let's go to Chucky But yeah, anyway I just wanted to share this because it's something that I usually share because it's a memory that I have. Como que la guardo con mucho cariño porque si, sí, es como la única vez que fui, como que tomé una decisión decision de niña right como que no i didn't overthink anything i just Wanted to go to Chukchiys and I decided to go to Chukchiys with these people. no? But okay, me voy a adelantar unos años porque si no nunca vamos a acabar. So when I was nine, my hermanito was born. I was super excited and at that moment I was the oldest, obviously, so I was even more responsible and felt more pressure about a lot of stuff. And then we moved to Canada, so that was a big, big moment for me because when we moved to Canada, I already mentioned this before, but we moved to Montreal. So people speak French and I didn't want to speak in English. So I learned French in like two months because I felt so pressured to do so. I was the only source of communication for my whole family and I also had to stay with my two brothers home alone. And let's remember, the youngest was only like six months old. So he was almost like a newborn and I had to fed him, take care of him and at the same time, take care of my like four-year-old brother que tenía un carácter bien fuerte en ese momento y hacía muchos berrinches. So it wasn't easy to take care of them at night. I'm not saying it was every day, but it was kind of usual. So then I also had to read and write documents para el gobierno or school. I was the one in charge of that. And I remember there were some words that I just couldn't understand because they were very complex law terms or yeah, just stuff that a nine-year-old should, like, isn't aware about. So that was hard and again, I always felt this pressure because I was the eldest daughter and I knew that I kind of was like the, the only source of support for my parents, so I put them first, them and my siblings were first and I truly believed that that's the way it was supposed to be. And now, I'm not going to go into full detail about like a later stage in life again, if you want me to do the like second part or something like that, please send me a DM. But the feeling of responsibility, I felt that 4 and 5 stayed with me, you know, and I still have it today, it's hard, it's hard to set boundaries, it's hard to let go of that responsibility because you've lived with it basically for the most part of your life and you feel or at least that's how I feel I feel like if I let go of that weight it means that I'm letting my parents and my family down so that's not easy I think everything was just worse when I was older because then I became like my parents personal therapist which was not good for my mental health because a lot of stuff was going on so I had my own issues when I was like 14 I was dealing and struggling with depression and on top of that I was at a very very Like demanding school, so I had to excel at school while struggling with depression and while being the personal therapist of my parents because they were having some problems. And I don't know why they felt like it was a good idea como tomarme como si fuera su psicologa because I wasn't. But then I felt this pressure that I had to solve their issues, issues in which I had like zero power and I basically had nothing to do with it. But again, why? That happened because of this pressure of being the eldest daughter, this like unbearable weight. I remember when a therapist I was seeing at that moment told me that since I was a little girl, I had been carrying this huge bag of si sí, como esta mochila llena de, de rocas y piedras que no me correspondían, and it was so true. Like now, that example may seem so obvious, but at the moment, I was like, that's true, and I feel it, you know, I feel the weight of that bag I've been carrying forever. And honestly, I still don't know if that goes away at some point. We can obviously do a lot of work work for herself like an healing work, but at least in my case, I still have a very hard time with that. So the other day, I asked you on Instagram if there was something specific about this topic that you wanted me to talk about, and I got a few responses, so obviously, I cannot talk super in depth about each of the following things, maybe I can do an episode about each of these things, because there's just so much to say. Again, please let me know if this interests you, because there's no way for me to know if you're interested. Okay, so someone said, I was writing checks as soon as I knew how to write word form. Of numbers, this is so true, and I can 100% relate to this. As I said a couple of minutes ago, I had to write like letters, load documents. So, yeah, as you all, know, these daughters we are faced to the things like that people normally do when they're 18 or older. Another person said something very true, and it's that we are strong by necessity and not by choice. So, yeah, muy, muy, muy cierto, la, we don't have the choice i didn't have the choice to learn french for example i had to do it because my i had to do it because my family like literally depended on my ability to learn french so it's what it wasn't a matter of choice it was a necessity so we become strong for our family because it's needed i love this someone said that we are The manager of the family and yes 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 100 percent that's how it feels like because your younger brothers look up to you and your parents also so yeah you're like the manager of everyone and i feel like this put us in like such hard situations and positions but yeah totally true someone also brought out the fact that we end up raising all the kids including other family members kids and it made her not wanting any kids and i completely understand like the reasoning behind this because it's not easy as i said i was five and taking care of my brother and then i was nine and i was taking care of my 6 month old baby brother and my four-year-old brother so so it is definitely like hard in my case i still want kids but i can completely understand how someone could decide to not have any kids because it's like we were already moms you know and it's completely understandable not wanting to be a mom a second time because we were moms at like five six seven or like 10 years old. someone also mentioned the relationship between the mom and the youngest daughter, like there's more expectation sometimes for the youngest daughter because there's already like, i don't know if the right word is example to follow, but like, ya hay un antecedente, so if the eldest daughter did this or that or i don't know if she followed and accomplished everything that your mom wanted her to accomplish, then i understand how the youngest daughter could feel more pressure. i feel like i could do a whole episode about this too because it's a whole topic on its own, so if your youngest daughter and you would like to talk about this. Be a guest on the podcast. Please reach out to me. I would love to have some, someone share their experience about this. Because I obviously can talk about how I feel. It can be for the youngest daughters. Y también le pregunté a mi hermanito. But it's not the same. Because at the end of the day, my experience was being the eldest daughters. So i would love to have someone on the podcast that has this different experience also someone said expectations and comparison with other relatives siblings people i feel this is similar to the previous comment i could do a whole episode about this but yeah comparison like is so real i felt so pressured until not that long ago because my mom may be not on purpose but i feel it is like a comparison like with other relatives or people in general and that affected me a lot it affected my mental health and just my life in general, because I used to feel like a failure, because I was very lost, I didn't really know what to do with my life, and on top of that, being compared was hard, because yeah, I just felt como que era un fracaso y todo lo estaba haciendo mal, but yeah, I think this topic also deserves its own episode, so please let me know your experience of being the eldest daughter, do you feel like what I share resonates with you, and your experience, how was it, and how is it for you to how do you manage you know being the eldest daughter i would love to know thank you so much for listening to this episode please do not forget to rate review and subscribe and follow me on instagram at the latina confidential also don't forget to share this podcast with your friends if you guys have any suggestions on topics I should speak about or if you want to be a guest on the podcast please 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 just let me know you can message me on instagram or you can also email me my email is hello at the Confidential.com. thank you guys so much again and i hope you have a great week